and I welcome you to What's New. We continue on today in Acts chapter 10, moving to verses 9 through 23. In the opening eight verses of this chapter, which was our focus on our previous study, Luke introduced us to Cornelius, a Roman centurion stationed in Caesarea, and to the vision that he received from God. Now, we will see that God, through a vision, is going to prepare Simon Peter to go to Caesarea and meet with Cornelius. Here is what Luke writes. The next day, as they were nearing the city, Peter went up to the flat roof of his house to pray. It was noon and he was hungry, but while lunch was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the sky open and a great canvas sheet suspended by its four corners, settled to the ground. In the sheet were all sorts of animals, snakes and birds, forbidden by the Jews for food. Then a voice said to him, Go, kill and eat any of them you wish. Never, Lord, Peter declared, I have never in all my life eaten such creatures, for they are forbidden by our Jewish laws. The voice spoke again, Don't contradict God. If he says something is kosher, then it is. The same vision was repeated three times. Then the sheet was pulled up again to heaven. Peter was very perplexed. What could the vision mean? What was he supposed to do? Just then, the men sent by Cornelius had found the house and were standing outside at the gate inquiring whether this was the place where Simon Peter lived. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have come to see you. Go down and meet them and go with them. All is well. I have sent them. So Peter went down. I'm the man you're looking for, he said. Now what is it you want? Then they told him about Cornelius, the Roman officer, a good and godly man, well thought of by the Jews, and how an angel had instructed him to send for Peter to come and tell them what God wanted him to do. So Peter invited them in and lodged them overnight. The next day he went with them, accompanied by some other believers from Joppa.
Even though Peter was now living on this side of Pentecost, under grace, he still had some real hang-ups concerning portions of the Mosaic Law. So in this vision, the Lord is teaching him that he is no longer under the Mosaic system, and he is free to eat anything. Now here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. God is reaching out to pagans, to Gentiles, with the good news that the resurrected life of Jesus Christ is available to all who want it. In Acts chapter 10, he reached out to a Gentile named Cornelius, who lived in Caesarea by the Mediterranean Sea. He was a Roman official, a captain, in charge of a regiment of soldiers. Luke writes that this Gentile was devout and God-fearing. He worshipped Jehovah. Gentile believers were in either of two groups. Some who chose to become proselytes, that is, they adopted Judaism, including circumcision. And those who wanted to worship Jehovah but didn't want to become proselytes were called God-fearers. Cornelius was a God-fearer, as was also the Ethiopian eunuch before him. Cornelius had not submitted to circumcision. He was attracted to the simple monotheism of the Old Testament, and he was attracted to the synagogue worship and to the Jewish way of life. It's interesting that Roman religions didn't satisfy him. He must have searched and found them all wanting, and so he turned to Jehovahism. Other Romans turned away from the fertility religions of Rome, too. Some had turned to Mithraism. Others turned to Jehovahism. So here was a God-fearer, a captain of a Roman regiment, a Gentile named Cornelius, who was ripe and open to the gospel. He was a candidate for salvation. He was ready to receive the truth. Luke in Acts 10 tells the story. He was a man of prayer. He believed man could communicate with God. At the Jewish hour of prayer at three in the afternoon, this man was praying, perhaps in the synagogue. Here God allowed him to see an angel in a vision. The angel called his name, and Cornelius replied, What is it, Lord? The angel said, Send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. We have no record that the angel said anything else. Cornelius didn't ask. He had heard from the spirit dimension from God. He was sensitive enough to hear the voice of God, and he obeyed. He called two domestic servants and one military attaché, who was also a God-fearer, and he told them everything that had happened. He carefully explained it to them. Then he sent them the 33 miles south to Joppa, the scene then shifts to Joppa. Here is Luke telling the story. About noon the following day, as they were approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat, and while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven opened and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals as well as reptiles of the earth and birds of the air. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time, Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. So Peter in this trance sees this vision. 
The sheet holding quadrupeds, reptiles, and birds, that is, walking, crawling, and flying animals, was lowered to a point that Peter could see the contents well. Why this trance and vision? Cornelius the Gentile was prepared to meet Peter. He was a God-fearer. He would not hesitate to accept a Jew into his home. But Peter, a Jew, even a moderately orthodox Jew, would he be willing to go into the house of a Gentile? even a God-fearer. Peter would be the problem. So God was preparing Peter. Peter had liberalized a lot, but he wasn't that liberated yet. He wasn't as narrow as he had been, but this would have been too much without proper preparation. God finds Peter on the roof of Simon's house. It is noon. He is praying. He is hungry. God sometimes uses the circumstances in which man find themselves to speak. God spoke, Peter, kill and eat. You're hungry? Prepare it and eat. Evidently, the sheet contained not only unclean animals, but also clean. This was scandalous to Peter's Jewishness. It was an unholy mixture. Peter's conscience didn't allow him to kill and eat, and three times he refused. Why? No doubt because he had been an obedient, observant, practicing Jew all his life. But perhaps, too, he thought God was testing him. The law and Jewish customs and traditions were clear. Perhaps God was testing his loyalty, so he actually disobeyed God three times. Perhaps it didn't occur to him that he was actually disobeying God. Now, this vision has a double focus, two lessons. Mention one today and the second tomorrow. This vision clearly related to food laws. It clearly stated that for laws regarding food, you now go back to creation. At creation, God said all of it was very good. The legal dietary restrictions imposed by the law were now set aside since Jesus had come. Now nothing that God had created should be considered ceremonially unclean. Jesus had said that it was not what went into the mouth that defiled a man. Peter hadn't understood that until now. The dietary restrictions of the law had now been terminated. The barriers regarding food were removed. The principle of freedom was now established. The burden of the legal restrictions were lifted. They were fulfilled in Jesus. That's grace. That's amazing grace.
Production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.